All right. The Bobby Bones Post Show Pre Show. I'm looking at this picture, and they're sitting on an airplane. And Amy, imagine you're sitting in front of me. You know, there are three seats, and on the outside seats, imagine I'm sitting on the aisle, and you're one seat in front of me in the aisle. Okay. Now, I take my shoe off, and I put it up, my foot, up on your ha- your armrest, mm-hmm. and then you start massaging my foot. And I know you, <laughs> yeah, I don't Yeah, because we know you. each other. We know each other. <laughs> but there's a whole story here. Mm. It says, shocking footage shows a woman rubbing a man's foot on the plane in that same situation. One commenter wrote, this is 16 different flavors of all. Mm, no. <laughs> That's like I'm just using that. Mm. So, what do you think? People, what makes people think they can just rip their feet out in public places? And because I wouldn't think this is acceptable. Uh uh-uh. uh I think and then it's rubbing of the feet, and then her hands touching things. Like you're against this, right? I'm against this. I am. This. Yeah, this is not. Let's save that for at home. I don't mind if you take. Let's say you have on flip flops, and you're on an airplane, and you pull your feet just out of the flip flops, but keep them on the ground, or keep them on your knee. Don't lift them up. Don't put them up. Like the videos where. People are taking their feet and they're scrolling on the screens that are on the back of it. You ever see those? Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. I saw that. Wanted to share that. I do have a voice in my ear from uh, Bentley and Emily. Here you go. We just had a question about Breaking Bobby Bones. We're super excited about it coming on air. And we started following the Instagram page. And we noticed that we're the only followers. And we wanted to know if that's really you guys or if we need to unfollow that account. I would suggest unfollowing it. Oh, I was going to say, is there an Instagram Mm-mm. for it? I just looked it up, and there's one follower. It's them. Oh. <laughs> and I just texted some of the team. I was like, hey, do we own this? Yeah, one follower. Somebody must have heard about the show and saved it and maybe are trying to squat on it. Check Ray. Sell it now. He does that kind of stuff. Ray, is that you, buddy? It is not, but what a great entrepreneurial <laughs> spirit that person no. has. Yeah. Like, it's I would annoying. give them 100 bucks right now for it. Just give it to me. I'll give you 100 bucks. It's a good deal. They did. They were smart grabbing it. I don't own it. Mm-hmm. So uh, here is Parker from Mississippi. Hey, Bobby. Good morning, studio. I'm on the way home. I'm listening to the podcast, and uh, you're talking about showing up on time to work. I'm having that issue, Bobby. I can't get it to work on time, and I think I just need a good uh, butt chewing, as they say down here, from you to get me back in line. Let me know what I need to do. I know I've got to be disciplined, but I'm struggling with it. Thanks, Bobby. Love your show. Y'all have a good one. You don't need a butt chewing. I'm not angry. Parker, I'm just disappointed. You must not really want it. I would, if you're late, I would never promote you. I don't care how good a job you do, even though you are late. I would never promote you. Parker, if you don't want it, you don't want it. I can't make you want something. I can tell you if you do want something, step one is being there on time, every time, and being reliable. But you don't want it. I'm not sure what your job is. Maybe you don't love your job. You don't want it. So you don't need me to get mad at you. You don't need a butt chewing. It's just not important to you. Right, Parker? I'm just disappointed. Don't worry. <laughs> the way you're talking right now is worse than... No, I just, yes. you know, people like, I need a butt chewing. No, you don't need a butt chewing. You just don't want it. If I need to scold you for something you're doing chronically, is it not that important to you? So Yeah, you, what are your priorities? You may We make what's important to us a priority. Uh, Parker? In Mississippi, love you. Appreciate you listening. You're probably like, now going, I can't believe they're talking about this in the podcast. But yeah, you don't need a butt chewing from me. I'm just going to tell you, I thought you were better than that. Mm-hmm. I'll leave it me there. Me too, Parker. Yeah, Parker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks, Parker. Let's do one more. Here you go. Hi, I was just curious. I was calling to see if Amy is 
still enjoying her new song for when she wins. Yeah. This is、uh, Lizzo Juice. I don't get to hear it that often, but I love it. A couple things I have on my list to talk about.、Uh, your daughter has a new hobby, which is catching spiders. Is that true? Yes. Well, that sounds dis- disgusting. Tell me about it. There's spiders in jars all. Oh, she's、her. actually saving them. Yes. And they're、is. alive? Yeah. She's trying to figure out ways to feed them. Fed one spider gum, it's dead. It she- got stuck to the gum. <laughs> she put the gum in the jar.、Yeah. She learned the hard way. So now she's Googling how to care for them since that wasn't a smart move. But she goes outside, collects them, brings them in. And has them in her room. It's disgusting. I really hope this、Hopefully、is one of the、face. hobbies that goes away super quick.、No. But I mean, what am I supposed to do? I can't be like, don't be. What if she wants to be an entomologist? I can't crush that dream. True.、Uh, yeah, that stinks. Yeah. Eddie said,、uh, by the way, he still has COVID.、Uh, Eddie said that his doctors now see him so much that they're joking with him about how much he has corona. Yeah, they do that. They, they, they see me pull up because it's one of the drive through ones, and they're like, there he is. It's <laughs> like, and then, Norm! <laughs> and, so, and so we talk about, like, all right, so it's another week. Like, I really need a negative test or whatever. And she goes, well, I'm going to tell you, I got a new record. I have a patient that has tested positive for nine weeks. I'm like, why, why would you tell me that? <laughs> like, I, I don't, I don't want to know that record. And she's like, I'm proud of that record. Like, ugh. How long have you been testing positive? Do you have an official tally on this?、Um, I mean, it's my fourth. I just took my fourth test. So I've been testing positive for, I mean, yeah, I, I, would, I would say a, a month, a total month. Four weeks? Yeah, it's t e r r i b l e Let's be honest. What's up? It's been more like five because he probably <laughs> had it for, you know, it's just because he didn't get that test. Well, my first symptoms, my, I know I took, I got my first positive test on July 10th. So, and then I did 14 days of no testing, then started my next test. Okay. Longest vacation ever. Gosh, dude, it's terrible. I'm,、yeah. I'm so like、mm-hmm. over this. Remember when it was fun,、me. though, for like a week? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, video games, Netflix all day. It、yeah. was great, but I'm, I'm over it. All right, enjoy today's show. We sure did. And then、uh, we'll check it out. Call us if you ever want to leave us a message, a voicemail, especially on the weekend 877 77 Bobby. 877 BOBBY, whatever those numbers are on your phone. And、uh, we'll check you Monday. I just wrote on my desk again with Sharpie. They're never going to be able to keep this thing clean. It's a white desk. I have been not hitting it as much. Have you noticed? No? No. Because sometimes I get mean. I、messages. feel like just now you were like, well, yeah, because I'm just. I just wrote on my desk. I have these black Sharpies and now. You need to get like a magic eraser. I don't think. Is、I'm, that what it is? I don't think a napkin's going to work. Well, I hope the listeners know that I've been doing this less. Oh, yeah. That part. Because <laughs> sometimes I just get so into stuff, and I'm like, I can't believe that. Bam, bam, bam. All right, that's it. Here's today's show. Thank you guys. Here we go. Come on, Bobby. Bobby Bones. Transmitting across America. Turn it up. This is the Bobby Bones Show. Let's go. What's up, guys? Welcome to Friday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. A couple great guests coming by Marin Morris, Ryan Hurt. That'll be later on on the show. A couple dance parties. Where do I start? I learned this morning that when Amy and I do a commercial together, they give us each the script for the commercial.、Um, in some commercials, we don't use scripts, and some they're like, hey, we'd like for you to read it verbatim. And so we have this one we go back and forth on. And Amy's like, here, let me mark yours up. So she kind of picks the spots where I talk and she talks. And she's like, what the? 
And so apparently <laughs> they give me pieces of paper with the letters really big and bold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you normal. Mine is normal font and not bold. I, it was hard because I was I knew exactly where I was highlighting my lines. And then I thought I'd be nice and go over and highlight your lines. And then, then I was you, all thrown off because it's totally different. Then you needed one of those giant crayons because yeah. they're so big. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my vision, not the best. I did get some goggles. I leave today to go to Montana to shoot the first episode of my uh, show on National Geographic. And they need me to wear goggles and some stuff. I'm supposed to be on a dirt bike, too, at some point during this weekend. i would never been on a dirt bike in my life. But I guess wear goggles so my glasses don't fly off. Oh, that's scary. Are you riding with someone or you have to drive it? Oh, I'm driving it. Oh, do you think they're going to have me do a show and then have, hold on to somebody? <laughs> All right, Nick. I put my arm. Let's go. That's I've, not his name. But. I've only been on one before. I feel it's like a dirt bike-ish, but a, a moto or a motorcycle in Haiti driving up a dirt mountain. And I was riding on the back with someone, closing my eyes the entire time, squeezing them, thinking like, this is how I'm going to die. This is how I'm going to die. So good luck. Yeah. yeah I just signed a <laughs> waiver that was like, if I get hurt, it's nobody's fault but my own. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so I'm doing that. And the thing is, if I get injured, they don't want to use this as the first episode. This is the first one we could do because of COVID. But if I like break an arm or something, it has to be the first episode because I can't show up in the first episode with a broken arm and then episode two without one. Right. Makes so, um, yeah, I'm off. I'm excited to get to ride horses, four wheelers, a camp in the woods and like deep, deep Montana. So uh, doing that. But, but yeah, I don't see very well. I have goggles. They were like, what kind of goggles do you, would you like? We need you to wear them. I was like... Remember Chris Sabo? And they were like, never heard of him. Who is that? <laughs> he was the third baseman for the Reds back when I was a kid. Random player. <laughs> and I just assumed everybody knew Chris Sabo. I was like, okay, how about Moses Malone? They're like, I don't know. Who's you that? Know, I don't know. And so I just Googled uh, basketball player back in the day. And he wore goggles? Yeah, I, possibly, probably the first uh, kid to come from high school to the pros okay. way back in the day. You can fact check me on that one. Uh, but so, yeah, I got, I got those ready to go. I tell you, though, I've been having issues over the past now five years with my brain. It really hit me again about a year ago, and I just knew something wasn't right, knew something wasn't right, so I got a bunch of tests, blood tests, MRI, and there was something. I'm not really going to talk about what it is yet, but there was something significant that, that was happening with me. But I, I've been put on medicine for it, and I tell you, it things are clear now. I'm, oh, that's great. I, I'm starting to feel, I'm like 95%. The past few months, it's, there were some days where I would come in like half capacity, 50%. Couldn't connect sentences, couldn't see the end. I would be afraid to start a sentence because I wouldn't know where it would go. But like I'm finally right there to that spot. Like that medicine's got me in a good spot. So that's good news. That is. The, the, well, the bad, here's some news for you. So the girl, she does a Velvet's Edge podcast. She's a woman. But her name's Kelly Henderson. But she also on my TV shows, American Idol and this show, she's my stylist. And so they contact her. They're like, he needs to wear this. So she does all that work. And she has COVID. I know. And uh, she was in our bubble. <laughs> yeah, she was in our. She would come over to my house every Tuesday yeah. because I go to the Opry. I do that show on Opry, and you know she's there. She's getting my wardrobe, whatever they tell her to put me in, and she like does my makeup for camera. Kaylin and I went to dinner with her. Mm-hmm. And so she has COVID, and so I haven't seen her since before vacation. Right, we're clear. Yeah, but but still, she's someone who, if she were to have called me yesterday and been like, hey, you want to go for a walk? I've been like, yeah, you're in my bubble. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's three people close the to me. The bubble gets smaller. Eddie, <laughs> now Kelly. And she posted on her Instagram. I wouldn't have yeah, said anything public. about that. Right. But like COVID's getting closer to me. It's crawling toward me very slow. <laughs> I did a spit test the other day. How'd that go? Well, I don't know because it's, it's supposed to upload on a website. 
And so you take it, you do the spit test for COVID, you mail it off, and this is all the Nat Geo stuff. And it's supposed to like get it and register it. But I, for some reason, mine isn't showing up. I'm going to check it one more time. I get my first test today. You get one or you like I'm, the results or you actually take no, the test? No, actually taking the test today. It's not that bad. The nose test isn't that bad either. I, I don't know what kind they're doing, but that's what I'm doing. Well, they've just started as of today a butt test. And so apparently those are <laughs> happening here in town. So ugh, just today, they, have, they don't even know if it works 100%. Cool. Yeah, I'll yeah. just get there and drop them. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, Amy, <laughs> Amy's back today. We forgot Hi. to say that. Which, yeah. by the way, people were mentioned yesterday, if, if you're sick, I was like, Amy does not have COVID. You have some personal stuff to take care of. Yeah. But you, you are not sick. Not sick. You have no symptoms. Nope. Okay. Not a one. All right, all right. Let me see. Is there anything else I need to mention as the show starts? Eyes, brain. New butt test. COVID, COVID Kelly. I, had, I, read, I wrote down COVID, COVID Kelly. Kelly. Yeah. No. Um, Amy back. Um, okay, I think we're good. On right now, the lead singer of Rascal Flats, Gary Lavox. Gary, good morning. Good morning, Bobby. How are you, buddy? Hey, pretty good. Let me ask you this question first. If Let's say that you, you get the sad news, like uh, Gary Lavox, you're going to be dying in one hour. But you could only sing one Rascal Flatts song before you die uh, on on a live stream. What song are you loading up? Well, if I'm dying, I guess it'd be I'm moving on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I probably I probably broken road and then head on out. Mm. Is that the song people know you guys most for? Like just generally across the board, bless the broken road. I'd, I'd say probably that. What hurts the most or life's a highway are probably the top three. When you do a show, a big live, remember when we had concerts back in the day and people would come? That was fun, huh? When you used to do those things, yeah. what, what did you guys right. end the whole show with? What was the final song? You know, it, it always depends. You know, at one point, the encore was we'd finish it with uh, like a whole rock medley, like Edgar Winter and Boston and all that. So it just kind of changed. But usually it's basically like Here's to You or Life's a Highway or Me and My Gang. If you ever finished a show, even on the final encore, but the crowd just stayed and they were just letting you have it in a positive way and they're like, we want more. Would you ever look at the guys and go, guys, we got to get the whole band to go back out there? Or is it already just kind of over for what you had planned for that night? A lot of times, it's, you know, it would it would just have to be over because that was our lot of time. And most of the time there's curfews and all that other kind of stuff. So, But if we were playing a club or something like that, you know, we'd, we'd go out and a million times, a million times over. Amy, how many number ones do you think Rascal Flatts has? Twenty? Mm. Five? I always hate when people guess over because then it doesn't seem cool when you have to well, say I don't want to guess under. <laughs> you think I want to say, like, what, three? I mean, I know it's way more than that, but I don't know. Gary, do you know how many number ones they, you have? I don't know. I'm going to go with Amy. Uh, Fourteen. You're both wrong. Perfect. So, yeah. 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 Sweet spot. <laughs> I, I have Gary on for for a couple reasons. One, they have a whole new EP out called How They Remember You. And uh, How They Remember You is also the single that we're going to play again coming up in a second. Uh, they've, you know, there's Through the Years, a Kenny Rogers cover on this. There's Quick, Fast, in a Hurry with Rachel Womack, one of my favorite artists. Um, but you guys be sure to check that out. But the real reason that I have him on is I saw him on Fox and Friends talking about his moving company, which I've used and I loved. But he was like, hey, we have jobs. And we want people to know we have jobs. And so I thought, well, let's also get him on. So if anybody needs a job that's listening, they can call Gary's cell phone. Here it is. Here's Gary's number. You can call him. <laughs> yeah. It's 615. <laughs> um, so what's happening here? So are you actually looking to hire people? Yeah, absolutely. Man, you know, this whole thing started was I was literally watching Fox one morning, and they were talking about these 
the unemployment rate and just how much better it is, how many jobs are coming back and how many more are coming and all that. And I immediately just turned it to CNN. And they were talking about the exact same issue, and they were talking about how there are no jobs, there, you know, that nobody can go back to work. There's just not jobs available and all that. So I just made a post, and I was like, "Look, I own a moving company, and I don't know which one's telling the truth, but I can tell you this much: I own a moving company, and if you don't have a job, we'll hire you. If you do have a job and want extra money, we'll hire you. If you're a veteran coming back from combat." trying to get back into civilian life, don't know what to do, we'll hire you. So let's just get back on our feet. We have jobs. So let's go. So you know? I use Gary's company, uh, Black Tie Moving, and what's cool about them is Gary actually comes to your house when they're moving because – he, he texts me and goes, hey, I'm coming, and, and, he show, and his face is on the truck, and he was at my house, and he sat there, and we talked for an hour, and I think that happens with every move, right, Gary? <laughs> no. Oh. But his no. face is on his the truck. His face is on the truck, move. yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. My neighbors used you, and I pulled up, and I was like, oh, is Gary here? <laughs> <laughs> Gary drives the truck in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, do, I bring dinner, the whole thing. We sit down and break bread after we move. So uh, if people are looking for, like, where... Like where? Where? Because I know you guys are in, in in a few different cities. What do they need to do to find a job? Well, we do we do need people in Denver, Memphis, Dallas. The biggest ones though are Nashville, mm-hmm. Columbus, Cleveland, and Cincinnati. You have moving companies in all uh, those cities. I'm yeah. glad because you really needed some money. Yeah, you need some of that extra income, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I did. I don't have a job unemployed. I can't go to work. I can't. There's no stages to stand on. How to do something? We have, we're in almost all those markets. You can go to blacktiemoving.com, and you can uh, see if you can uh, link up with those guys and find a job. I tell you, they're, they're a great, they were great for me. To, they didn't even pay me to talk about them. Um, so there's no money that being exchanged in any way. Um, and it, Gary, what else is going on with you? That's it, brother. Hey, let me give you that phone number, too, that anybody can call. Oh, you really want to give a phone number. All right, here we go. I'm ready. 615 Okay, we're going to write that down and post it on our social, too. Looking for a job? Gary LaVox is your guy. You know they have Angie's yeah, list? Man. Gary has a list now, too. Oh, yeah. Gary's list. Yeah, it's Gary's list. <laughs> hey, so, hey, are you? what are you doing? You staying in town much? Are you out doing out of the ranch hunting or what? Uh, you know, just been kind of back and forth, getting ready to head to the ranch now, and then uh, I kind of wrapped it up, um, just working on new music and on my solo stuff, and... Uh, so now I'm going to spend the rest of the week out of the ranch. Well, let me ask you this. We'll end with this. I'm glad you brought that up. When will we be able to hear the first Gary LaVox? Because I think you're doing a Christian record first. Is that still right? Yep, yep. When will we be able to hear the first Gary LaVox single? Uh, November. Okay. You bring it in. I'm, I'm bringing it in, brother. Drive the truck, though, with your face on it when you come in, though. <laughs> I am. As long as I'm not on a move. Get it? <laughs> I get it. Thank you. <laughs> All right, there he is, Gary Lavox, uh, Rascal Flats. All right, good to talk to you, Gary. Talk to you soon. All right, buddy. Fun fact Friday. Yeah. All right, Amy's bringing us some fun facts today. Number five. So just a heads up, the president can send a text message to everyone in America, and the alert is unblockable. Wow. Yeah. I'm surprised we haven't got those already, to be honest with you. I, I, I think I get them. <laughs> I don't know who they're from, but... I don't, so it must not be that unblockable oh, one. Yeah, no, I don't think it's the one from the president, but I get stuff from somebody that is involved. Like Trump hints? Something. Yeah. I'm like, why, why am I getting this text message about them? 
Is it to donate? So I don't it, yeah, it's like obviously something in their favor. I don't I just I don't even pay attention. Number four. So during a zoo visit in the late 80s, Mike Tyson offered a zookeeper ten thousand dollars to open the gorilla cage so that he could go inside and punch a gorilla that was bullying another gorilla. Well, did he let him do it? Ten thousand dollars. And the guy said no, thank you. He declined. But the offer is real. I, I Googled it. There's articles all about it. And the guy could have made a lot of money. Wow. He, he really wanted to I bet punch you Mike it. Tyson would have got beat up by it. was it. a silverback. The, the zookeeper was probably doing Mike Tyson a favor. Maybe. You ever see those silverbacks? They're huge. They're Yeah. And super strong. Number three. Do you know how Post Malone got his rapper name? Uh... Post know. office box. <laughs> and then he likes Sam Malone from Cheers. No. He got his stage name from a rap name generator. Oh, I had heard just that before. Like he just pushed use. the button. Yeah, yeah, his real name is Austin Post. And then when he typed it in to what's your rap name, Post Malone came out. So I did the generator for everybody. Well, I wonder um, why they thought Malone was a rap name, though. I don't know. Because in the rap generator, it's weird Malone would come up. What's my rap generated name? You're Busta Bobby. Yes, I am. I'm MC Amy Fox. Wow. <laughs> or something. I think Amy Fox is also a DJ. Oh. Or maybe it's Lisa Fox. Yeah, who else? Lunchbox is Serious L Dilly Zone. All right. Eddie is Eddie Knuckles. Oh, that sounds pretty hardcore. That's weird. And <laughs> Raymundo is Nasty Raymundo. No, he's that already, even before. <laughs> Number two. So astronauts in space can't do laundry. So dirty clothes from the International Space Station get sent out into space to just burn up in the Earth's atmosphere. Yeah, it's interesting. It's almost like throwing out a piece of fruit. Yeah, because it's just going to degrade, biodegrade. And here we go. The the most fun fact of the day, Amy. Speaking of fruit, well, this is a veggie, but there's, I learned, I was this many days old when I realized like fruits and vegetables that are very, very common, like broccoli, cauliflower, they're man-made. They're a human invention. What? I thought that that was part of, like, the f- God gave us that. Well, some could argue that God gave us the ability to think I know. and create. I do. I, I use that argument at times. But gee, almonds are on the list, too. Of I was knee-deep in this article about all these. Th- grapefruit is engineered by man. What? But the almonds, the original almond that the is the hybrid. We eat the hybrid that is man-made. Because the original is really bitter and sometimes poisonous or something. So they had to create one that tasted good and wouldn't kill you. Is that what you were over there going, what, before the bit started? The bro- yes, because yeah. I had no idea. I would say that I thought broccoli was from the earth. And broccolini, one of my favorite things, was created in Japan. It's a hybrid of broccoli and something else. You can't tell me that broccolini <laughs> you thought was real. Why What's wouldn't it next? be? You're I surprised it was a just, liger? I is, thought it was just a species of the broccoli. Yeah. And it is in a way, but it was engineered by humans who thought, oh, we should br- breed the broccoli with this and it'll give life to the broccolini. <laughs> Why do you say it Italian? And he's like, broccolini. <laughs> oh. I don't know, but I had no idea that, I mean, I know that certain things we eat are a crazy concoction, but not broccoli. Thank you. Fun fact Friday. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny. Morgan Wallen released a new song called Seven Summers. Still, still forever and 
New Artist of the Year nominees teamed up with Willie Nelson for a version of On the Road Again. On the road again, like a band of gypsies, we go down the highway. We're the best of friends, insisting that the world gets turned our way. And we've got new country albums out today Kaylee Hammock's If It Wasn't for You, Eric Pasley's Nice Guy. In Kane Brown's EP, Mixtape Volume 1. I'm Morgan Number 2. That's your skinny. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. The 78-year-old dude, David Grapes of New Hampshire, is out flying his plane, and the engine fails. Oh, no, he's going down. Boom, he crashes into a lake. Luckily, an off-duty cop was out with his family on a boat, drove the boat over there, and got the guy out of the plane. That's wild. Yeah, it's crazy. Amy's husband crashed into it. You knew I was going to say it, right? You knew I was going to say it when he was telling that story, right? Yeah, but he would prefer you say it had a controlled landing in a lake. Okay, but I, it, to me, he controlled a crash really well. That's what it looked like to me. What do I know? The but r- did the engine not die, the, the prop not fly off? And the propeller he had to, flew off the plane. and it, He had he to had- find a place to land it, and he, boom, right into the pond. No. He in would upstate not, New York. He would actually... Not like that you're saying boom right into a pond because it was a calculated decision. It was either the trees trying to find a road, but a road was too far away, or try to land it on the water, which he had never actually physically done outside of a simulator. So he took his knowledge and his skill to <laughs> successfully land it on the water. I'll tell you what, it was successful. It was like no, they like butter. He said, but he didn't know. He thought he was, could cartwheel. <laughs> like when they hit the water. Oh yeah, but it was a small piece of water too, right? It wasn't like a long lake. No, uh, yeah, it was a lake, but I don't know how big. He thought for sure, and I mean, then he had to swim to I it shore. Was a puddle. Which there what was. What I heard no was shore. it was a puddle. It was just a puddle. It wasn't the even story like gets like mm-hmm. ten years from now. It's gonna be. It's just this little patch of water. Landed right on it. <laughs> well, anyway, Amy's husband survived. So did this guy because yeah. of that cop. That's awesome. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Maryland. Between 2012 and 2016, the same guy robbed 15 different banks and never got caught wow. and disappeared. Well, Corona hit. Hard times. He came out of retirement last week, oh. wore the same disguise, <laughs> and got caught. Oh, no. Michael Jordan with the Wizards. Oh. Dang. <laughs> he came out of retirement and then got caught. He's 71 years old, and he never he got away with 15 of them. His 16th was the one that got him. Dang. Oh. Wizards. <laughs> All right, Lunchbox. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. I downloaded some shows to watch on my flight today. I got three and a half hours to uh, Montana. And so I got uh, Last Chance You, the newest season. But I got to be honest, I've never seen an episode of Last Chance You. Oh, it's good. I've watched <laughs> it with my husband before. It's good. But I was told I don't need to go watch the first season. I don't think so. Because it's a whole new school. Yeah. So tell me about Last Chance You. Oh, shoot. I think it's where this they go to a, what's a, co- a college, junior college, junior college, and it's their last shot at getting to play. And there's normally issues with school and grades and the counselors really involved and the coach and it follows them, their home life practice. 
and then everything they're trying to do to get their last chance at football. Well, I like it. I think you will. Yeah. And some of the stories are pretty inspiring. And normally, the one I saw, the girl counselor that worked with them, she was like the coolest. I was like, I want her to be in my life. <laughs> I downloaded some of the new season of Umbrella Academy, which I loved season one. I'm not going to watch Yellowstone because that's Caitlin and I's show. That's right. We are on season eight. Oh, sorry, sorry, episode eight of season two. Okay. And I'm telling you, it's now starting to get really good to me because I like when they're fighting. I don't just like them debating about which horse is prettier. What? What episode is that? Well, that's all of them, basically. Stop. No, it's not. Not I, even at I all. like when there starts to be some fighting. Mm-hmm. I like some action. And so they're starting to be that. So I'm, I've moved Yellowstone up from a seven to an eight. Yeah. Deep into season two. Okay. So, uh, Eddie, have you started Yellowstone yet? <laughs> I did. I started it last night. But I'm going to be honest with you. I, I've watched uh, 75% of the first episode. I didn't know they were hour and a half long. Ep- episodes. They're just not, the first just one. Just the first one. The rest are 45 minutes. Okay. okay, good. Thank you for telling me that. But I can honestly say right now, I still don't know what this show's about. If you all hadn't talked about it and I just kind of stumbled upon it, I don't think I'd keep watching it, guys. Well, I don't think you can speak on it until you finish the, f- the first two episodes. Mm-hmm. Any okay. show. I don't think you can really say a show is or isn't good until the first two episodes. Except for Umbrella Academy. That was great. <laughs> it's horrible. No, it was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I love that stuff. Mm. I love that stuff. All those kids were born on the same day. Yeah. Mike, did you watch season two? I haven't started yet. No? Oh, oh man. Uh, what yeah. Are you watching anything else? We're watching Yellowstone and... Uh, My second string show with Caitlin's new. Upload... I like Upload a lot. She doesn't love it. Yeah. So watch Yellowstone. If you want to watch something else, we'll watch Upload on Amazon. Love it. I love it. Yeah. Um, that's our second string show. Yeah. We're watching some old shows, but not the, the only thing that's new that we're really getting into is obviously Yellowstone. And then movie time with the kids. That's basically our TV time, and that's all we have. Your husband was over at my house. We were hanging out the other night, and I really wanted to bring up the fact that he loves Sex in the City. Mm-hmm. I didn't. Thank you. <laughs> I don't think he knows we talked about it. So we're good. (laughs) Uh, Lunchbox went around asking people what they're watching on TV. Where did you go to ask them? I just went to the drive-thru, local restaurants, because we talk about our TV shows. So I thought, man, we might as well go out and see if people are watching the same things we are. What are you watching, Lunchbox? Uh, Me and my wife are watching Outcry on Showtime. It's a docu-series about a high school football player from Leander, Texas. Had a full-ride scholarship, then he gets arrested and the corruption inside the courtroom. He gets convicted, and it's just crazy sad. I'm going to check that out, Outcry, okay? Anything else? That's it. That's what we're watching. Usually watch that stuff that's like road rules, toothpick. Well, the challenge, challenge. is over, Survivor's <laughs> over, but we did. you're right. We started Big Brother. First season we've ever watched, and we're trying to figure out if it's any good. Eddie, what are you watching? Uh, Lunchbox tried to get me to watch a show called I'm Sorry. Oh, it's I watched hilarious. about five episodes. It's not bad. It's actually good. It's a little crude, though, and a little bit raunchy. So there's a warning on that. Yeah, because you're not crude or raunchy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's Lunchbox going to drive throughs. Here you go, number one. Thank you for choosing Christmas. How about I help you? What good TV shows you watching? Lucifer. <laughs> Ooh, what is that? Okay, how about you watch How to Get Away with Murder? Ooh, what is that? It's basically a show on how you get away. All right. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Bye-bye. That How to Get Away with Murder is great. Yeah. The, I, I, I guess I'm that. not caught up. I think it ended and then I never just jumped back into it. I was probably, but that is a, that's a wonderful show. Mm-hmm. It's a network show too. Right, here he goes again. May I help you? How's it going? May I help you? Uh, do you have any good TV shows you're watching? I'm looking for a new <laughs> TV show. Welcome to Sonic. May I help you? 
with quarantine, I've, I've been watching so much TV. I was wondering if you got any recommendations. Yeah, well, maybe Dog the Bounty Hunter. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the next one. Hi there, how you doing? With quarantine and everything, I've been watching a lot of TV and I'm out of TV shows. Do you have anything good to recommend? Have you watched The Ozark? It's about money laundering. It's on Netflix. Um, and Shameless is good. It's on Netflix too. And Umbrella Academy, I'm hearing, is very good. It's been on my list to watch, but I haven't watched it yet. That Ozark is A plus too. So good. Yeah. Really good. And too. I've heard Shameless is good, but I've never watched it. I haven't either. I think I had so many episodes, I just was like, I'm not going to jump back into that. Well, check out our shows. I mean, I would recommend Yellowstone now. I recommend it to Eddie. It's just going to take him a second. Mm-hmm. To, stick with it, Eddie. Yeah, stick with it, Eddie. Hey, by the way, okay, Eddie's, Eddie's still not here. He still has coronavirus. Uh, what, what's your testing schedule? Well, <laughs> I'm still testing positive for coronavirus. Yeah, you have so coronavirus. I guess technically, you're right. Yeah. And I guess technically, it's still in there. Um, my testing schedule is just once a week I do it. I want to give it enough time. If I fail a test, I want to give it enough time to to get this out of my body. So I went yesterday again. Okay, and you'll probably know before the weekend? Yeah, I, I, they've been calling me around Saturday. So that's pretty much enough time for me to get the results and then process it emotionally and then call, call you and let you know what's up. Well, we'll keep him at his house even on Monday. If he's negative or positive, we're going to find out on the air Monday if he gets to come back into the show. Place your yeah. bets now, Amy. Positive. <laughs> Lunchbox? Positive. Yeah, that's a safe one. Morgan? Negative. Negative. <laughs> I, I'm putting it out there. I tried that last week. It didn't work. I know. I'm, I'm putting it out there, though. <laughs> Sorry, Eddie. All right. One yeah, margarita. Right. Hey, let me mention this before we get into Luke Bryan. Our Pimp and Joy shirts right now are helping our friends in Iowa who have been through a really bad storm. Go to bobbybones.com if you'd like to get a Pimp and Joy shirt. Or a hat. Or a hat or anything. It doesn't say Iowa on it, but we do have Iowa shirts that you can get over there and get too. We've been able to donate $20,000 so far. They've been struggling. So uh, bobbybones.com if you want to help out. The Bobby Show. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So apparently Keith Urban and Nicole Kidman just paid $3.5 million for a 1,600-square-foot two-bedroom condo in New York City. Let's do the numbers again. He paid how much? $3.5 million. Okay, a lot. Yeah. But I'm thinking massive acreage. Yeah, huge house, pool, tennis. All. Okay. But how many square feet is this place? 1,600. Wow. But get this. Huh. It has what they call a sky garage, and it hydraulically lifts your car up to your unit so you can bypass the paparazzi. Wow. Wow. What? I have one of those. (laughs) Here at work. Yeah, okay. I drive right in. (laughs) That's kind of crazy. And then also, people wanting to buy to go, they going to live in New York right now? Well, you buy now. Buy so low. It's all, but by the way, New York is the, doing the best right now. I guess, yeah. True. We just remember them as being Corona Central because all those international folks were coming into it. Right now, New York is dominating everybody and who's got coronavirus. Yeah, Let me job. say this too. Speaking of Keith there, but I'm glad you brought that up. Okay. Capital One card holders have an amazing opportunity to be featured playing guitar alongside Keith Urban during his set in an upcoming virtual concert. I wonder if you have to actually know how to play guitar. Because I've seen concerts where they bring up somebody from the crowd to play and they're like, you want to play our song? <laughs> Like, I saw Green Day do it once, mm-hmm. and they brought up a whole band. Like, they brought up a kid to play the drums, and the kid sitting on the drums, like, boom, boom, And they brought up a guy to play the bass, and the guy comes up and he goes, boom, 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 like, going, doing the long day bass line, boom, boom. And then, and then Billy Joe Armstrong's like, you play guitar? Because the, the guitar is the easiest part, supposedly. Straight ahead, probably a bunch of power chords. 
And the kid's like, yeah! And he gets up, and Billy Joe Armstrong from Green Day gives him the guitar, and he goes, all right, here we go. And so they they launch into, do you have the time to listen to me whine? You know that song? Yeah. <laughs> Except the kid, they start on the drums, and the bass, boom, 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 boom. And then the the, the guy has no idea how to play guitar. It's like, clang, clang, clang. And he's like, and he there's a couple profanities that are thrown out. He's like, what's happening here? I thought you said you knew how to play. He goes, no, I just wanted to get on stage. And so it kicked him off stage. <laughs> it's hilarious. And they brought another kid up, and then they rocked it. It's pretty cool. But you can play, I, I, I say all that. I, uh, yeah. Anyway, you can play guitar with Keith Urban or not. You can do the old Green Day trick. Uh, winners also get to hear him during a virtual discussion. Just upload a video of you playing guitar to a song, Superman. So I guess you have to know how to play guitar. Yeah. Yeah, enter and get rules. BobbyBones.com slash Ultimate Jam. The last day to enter is August 16th. There you go. If you love Keith Urban like I do, maybe he'll talk about his hydraulic lift that lifts his car. He's coming over to my house in the next couple weeks. We made a little deal because when he was doing all this music, and I'm not a guy just to go listen to new music. It's not my thing to hear music before it's released because I like to listen like our listeners. And he was like, hey, if you come over to the house and listen to this, I'll be very grateful. I said, okay. I don't often do this, but I'll come over to the house. He doesn't have a, he has a normal house, by the way, in Nashville. That's why when I hear stuff like this, I'm like, he's getting a hydraulic lift. So I go to his house, we listen to some of his new songs. And then I'm like, okay, in exchange, you have to come to my house and do like an hour sit down because he doesn't do that. And so when he comes over and does this sit down, I'm going to ask him about this hydraulic lift. Ask him. Like, what's up with that? It's probably, yeah. It's just part of the, I think it's a, obviously a fancy famous condo thing in New York, so I'm sure high, awesome. pro- high profile people live I'm there. Not, by the way, I'm not hating. I'm a little bit appreciating. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. Alright, what else? So Party City says that the top Halloween costumes this year are going to include frontline workers, Tiger King, frozen characters, and politicians. And Party City also did a poll, and they said that 96% of parents plan to still celebrate Halloween. It just may look different, like 7 out of 10 are looking for alternatives to trick-or-treating, which I was like, shouldn't that be... More, more people looking for alternatives to trick-or-treating. Uh, but the top trends we can expect are more decorations, like people just going all out since you can't do the normal Halloween party stuff, neighborhood parades, and then people leaving bags of candy on doorsteps so it's contact-free. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. First crew of kids is going to come by and get Take that it bag. All. Yeah. <laughs> by contact-free, you mean all the candy's free. Take it and run. Yeah. All right, what else? So one of the world's largest food delivery companies, they're giving women time off for the time of the month. I don't hate it, honestly. It's called Zomato. I know. I'm seeing a bunch of dudes in uproar over this. I don't hate it. And here's why. If I felt really terrible physically... Listen, I'm not, let me take me, myself out of it. I'm not calling in sick for any reason unless you have to drag me. But however, if I'm hurting and I'm not feeling well, I would say if it's in you guys, don't come into work. And if that's what's hurting you, then that's just what's hurting you. Then don't come into work. I'm okay with you if you're not feeling physically to where you can complete your tasks at a level that make you... Well, some people, it's like really like cramped yeah. over severe I don't pain hate out it. of bed pain. Yeah. Because if I'm going to pay you to do your work and you can't do your work and you come in, then what's the, just take care of yourself and then come back and catch up. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, I don't, I don't know if that made any sense, but I I'm, I don't hate it. No, it does. I wish I, I had just, a period. I just thought it was interesting. You do? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, good luck with that. I'm Amy. That's my file. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. 
This is just the sweetest thing. Billy and Nellie Jones just turned 100 years old together. They're a couple. They got married mm, 80 years ago. Wow. Uh huh. And they got to have a parade birthday party outside of their home that they've lived in since 1958. Friends and family drove by in cars, golf carts, bicycles, all to wish them a happy 100th birthday. Because obviously, both still alive. Yeah. They have three sons, six grandchildren, and nine great-grandchildren. Wow, good for them. That is what it's all about right there. That was Tell Me Something Good. Sometimes before a, a morning corny, which we're about to do, Amy will sit over there and laugh to herself. Uh, this time she yelled, I just wrote this one myself. <laughs> Risky. <laughs> Why? Bold. Well, I know. Sometimes I've written them myself and y'all have not liked them. All right, here we go with Amy's original. The morning corny. Where do dentists go to gamble? Where do dentists go to gamble? Las Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the better ones in a while. Hey. That was the morning corny. It's That's adapted. Good. I saw it done differently, and I was like, I can make this better. So I wrote it <laughs> myself. So it's a derivative of another joke that you saw. Is that how you put it? Sure. I don't know. What was the other one? Something about what state or what city in Nevada did Dennis go to or something. Where did Dennis Las go to Vegas? gamble? So you <laughs> didn't <laughs> really yeah, write that <laughs> joke. You kind of stole that joke. <laughs> she stole it. She stole it, claimed That's it was her own. stealing it. Just I... by putting a little wrinkle in there. Oh, well, so what did I say? I hey, altered hey, it? Let me say this. <laughs> if you're going to make fun of me for Bobby Water, you just stole a joke. I did not steal a joke. I, I <laughs> The beginning is way better the way I wrote it. I wrote the beginning. Who wrote the premise and the punchline? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, somebody, somebody else. <laughs> All right. That's a good one. There's uh, Amy's morning corny. Yeah. The Bobby Bones Show. Uh, Here's a story for you. The mother of a baby born on an airplane that was taken her to the hospital in Anchorage has named her kid blank because of the unique birth and first experience. Now, what you guys' job is to figure out this baby's name. I'm going to read you the story. See if you can figure out this baby's name because she named it based on what she went through. Okay. So she's up in the air. Uh, she was 35 weeks pregnant. She goes, hey, I was having contractions, and it wouldn't stop, and it kept getting stronger. And I thought, oh, no. Uh, we didn't make it very far. They were trying to get to the hospital. She was placed on a breathing machine when she arrived because she was born a month premature. The baby's expected to be fine. But, again, they take her up in the airplane to get her to the hospital. Baby delivered in the airplane. What do they name the baby? Amy. Altitude. Altitude of all the names. <laughs> As, hey, Amy, I had that down. Thank also, you. low alti. Uh, let's see. No, 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 no. You pick altitude. Oh, that's it. Okay. Yeah. Lunchbox. Mile high. Miles? Well, they didn't do it in the airplane. <laughs> yeah. You know what mile high means, right? Yeah, it means you're up in the airplane, high, a mile in the sky. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Eddie, uh, I'm gonna go with sky. Just keep it simple. <laughs> what? Do, what is yours? No? Boeing. No, I know. I know the answer. So we didn't get it right. Eddie did. It's sky. Oh, yeah, so, I mean that's so lame. That sounds like a name, actually, yeah. not altitude or mile high. Amy's like, little, I'm gonna go with uh, latitude coordinates. <laughs> Guys, I'm go with 30, somebody feet. out there has been named altitude. I guarantee it. Okay. Well, anyway, the baby's name is Sky because they had it on the other. The Friday morning conversation with Marin Morris and Ryan Hurd. What's happening, guys? Hi. Glad to have you guys here all together. Thank you very it's much. Nice to see people. You know, I know you all so separately. And I guess I know Marin and Ryan know you together, kind of, but mostly if I see Marin, it's up here or a show or Ryan and I hang out a little bit, but never together. 
I think we've only done your show once together, and it was years ago. So this is cool to be back. And I think that was pre-Ryan being a big recording star, right? Wasn't that your... That's very kind of you to call me that. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I I actually think it was like after Route 91, and and we came in and did your song. Dear Hate, yeah. uh, So that was a while back. It's very cool to be here today. Well, let me start with the question that I'm going to ask about you two just in general. Like, what's what's happening with the baby? I mean, how how has that just absolutely turned your life around? Oh, I hope someone's watching him. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> uh, he's great. I mean, he we really couldn't have asked for a more magical human to be brought into our lives during this crazy time. And he's kept us. He's been like a good distraction from not being able to tour. So it's been fun to like be home with him. Yeah, it's cool, mostly for me because I would have. I, he he needs to be with Marin for like the first year of his life. So I would have been like kind of coming in and out of that world for the first you know this year. Had we been touring, and we obviously miss the road and we miss our people so much. But the the silver lining is just getting to spend every single moment of this year with a our son who's never going to be this small again. And uh, so I, I try to really soak that time up because it's not time I would have had otherwise. Right. What have you learned about yourself, Marin, since having a baby? I think just what I can physically withstand. <laughs> I think probably every mom can relate to that. I had a really grueling um, delivery at the end. And, um, you know, it's like 30 hours of labor, C-section at the very end. And it was just like about getting him out safely. And um, I think like... Yeah, just the recovery was super hard, not being able to work out and also having like my tour get rescheduled. It was just a lot mentally and physically. So I think like just what I've been able to work through has been in just like four and a half months has been kind of amazing. And I like the idea of, you know, the second that you kind of become pregnant or have a kid, you join this like club of moms and they are all different kinds and there's such a community and um I just I've I've been able to reach out to so many friends of mine that I've never gotten to relate to in that way and it's just been really helpful because you don't know what you're doing in the beginning especially 30 hours Ryan do you stay awake for all 30 hours or do you take a nap or what you just having oh I was awake or the whole time there's nowhere to go I mean you are you always wondering too if it's like that that minute's going to be when it goes showtime or do you know it's going to be at what point are you like this is going to be a long one Uh, without like talking about like watching monitors the entire time it's like you're already like hopped up on adrenaline and you're like nervous for your partner and you're also nervous for your baby and you're listening to doctors and also like we had no we had no visitors. We weren't allowed to have any like family That's right, people come. COVID, it was right, right at the beginning right of COVID the stuff. Of COVID. It was like the first week they were really cracking down on visitors at the hospital and so it was just Ryan and myself and our doctor and uh, it was really weird and eerie. It was so quiet. I honestly was surprised they let me be around for it. I, mean, I can't believe they let dads into the room like the operating room for C-sections cuz that's <laughs> such an intense thing. That's and there's like it's very normal. People do it. But I was like kind of blown away at how serious this was and how I think like how professional those who like all those people in that room are and how much they care for your kid. And at the same time, like puts you at ease because they do this every single day. Um, but it was it was just such a an amazing experience to watch a human come into the world and to like watch, you know, my wife do that i mean that it was a lot of work and it was you know it's it's scary when you get down to the end of it and you realize that you got to go do it the way you didn't plan on doing it but 
um, at the end of the day, the only thing that really matters is that that kid is healthy and that Marin is. And so it was just such a an amazing few days, even if they were really hard. Yeah. You guys excited about playing today? Meaning, I don't know if you get to play a lot anymore to people. You have an audience here, a captive audience of five, <laughs> right? I mean, this is... Yeah, this is weird. Uh, we've just been, you know, doing the Zoom thing. Uh, he's been writing a ton on Zoom. Um, I've attempted to. It's it's very weird. Um, so this is a treat for us to get to actually perform to someone other than e- each other and our screens. Yeah. Well... Uh, for everybody listening this morning, Marin Morris and Ryan Herder here. What's cool for me is you're both going to play and separately. And Marin, we'll go to you first. So, what right. will you, be, what will you be performing today? So, Bennett, uh, my guitar player. We haven't gotten to see each other in so long, so this is like another cool thing. Oh, <laughs> about really? you today. guys haven't hung? Uh-uh. No. By, by the way, I've called you Ben forever. Is that not your name? That eh, goes either way. <laughs> yeah. I think I just heard someone call maybe call him Bennett for probably two years. I've been like Ben. <laughs> Have you th- thought, man, Bobby is such an idiot. He doesn't even say my name no, right. No, it's I, Ben. I, I, I call him yeah. Ben. Oh, okay. Yeah, I call him Ben. She oh, calls I was him uh, kind of embarrassed. I'm just trying to be formal right now okay, for right, any good, listeners. Good, good, good. Yeah, but no, this is so cool because we haven't gotten to see our band and crews in months. So this is, yeah, we, we got fun. to have a reunion today. And you're going to perform? Uh, I'm going to perform my song, Helen Back. All right. Marin Morris here on the Bobby Bone Show. Hey, guys. So because of licensing rules, we can't play anything with music on this iHeartRadio channel or podcast anymore. But you can go to bobbybones.com to see it. We hate that we had to take it down. It wasn't our decision, but I just wanted to keep you up, and we wanted to keep up as much as possible. So uh, go to bobbybones.com to watch or hear whatever you're missing right now, and thank you for listening to the show, and sorry about all the legal stuff. Mr. Bobby Bones. Nice. Marin Morris in studio. Awesome. Thank you. You know, it's funny. I was driving down the road the other day, and I was flipping stations in my car, and... I had it on the country station, us, and the Bones was playing. And I flipped over, and there was a hot AC station, and I heard the Bones was playing. And then within like 30 seconds, I flipped over to the pop station, and the Bones was playing. And I was like, that is awesome. I was so happy for you. And that, I mean, you were just, you were everywhere, and it just felt right. And I was like, man, I was, I was really happy for that moment. Thanks. So yeah, that was crazy, like all three at the same time. I, I've had that a, happen a couple times, too, where I'll switch back and forth, and it'll be on, and it's like, this is the only time this has happened to me. But um, yeah, that was crazy. Like during quarantine, that song was like sort of a, an anthem at the time. But yeah, thank you. Isn't it kind of weird to go into a new place and have be exposed to people that like your music that you had never thought your music would have just gotten to them? Much yeah. less that, like, I would imagine when you do that, when you're playing in, the, in these other formats, which I don't, I, I feel like you're pretty formatless. I think you're definitely a, a country music artist, but your message resonates with, with and I think that's for all, all music, right? Like, I'm a big believer in that. But I mean, there's got to be times where you look on Instagram and you see fans, you're like, man, I can't, this is pretty cool. Different yeah. parts of the world. Yeah, no, for sure. That song has been opened up, you know, to so many people and has driven a lot of people to, to kind of check more country artists out, which I think is the whole point. It's like we're we're kind of all bringing the walls down and want to listen to everything. And I love how many pop country collaborations there are and vice versa. So I just think, you know, having a song on multiple formats only brings more love to the country music world. The Friday Morning Conversation with Marin Morris and Ryan Hurd. Uh, Ryan, I'll go to you for a second because I know you're a big Michigan football guy. Yeah. When you saw that... Big Ten was one of the first conferences to jump out. You had to be sad, right? Oh, it's so sad. I hate to speak out of turn and say that I know more than somebody else does who's making that decision, but man, what a just what a disappointment to not yeah. have like those things that that we always look forward to, like 
college football season and and uh, other you know that's just such a huge part of where a lot of us grew up. I know you're a huge Arkansas fan. It's and then I think of like those little towns, those college towns that like kind of depend on that season, and it's not. It's just a really hard thing to like hard pill to swallow. It's a literally my favorite thing of the year. Yep. And you know, do I? Th- I don't think it's any of it's going to happen. You know, I think you have some holding on. But I, yeah. when, whenever the Big Ten announced, I, I went. You flashed in my head. Yeah. And I was like, I bet Ryan is I'm your sick big t- at himself right now. I'm your Big Ten guy. I you guess. are. We'll check in with you anytime there's Big Ten news. We come to you. <laughs> it's such a huge part of like touring too, because you think about like. Thursday night, there's always the college football game at night. And then, you know, you go play your show Friday, you wake up Saturday. And that's what everybody does all day is they watch college football, like on their bus or outside of their bus. And just to not have any of that, including the touring, is just really, it's just really sad. So we are very much ready to get back to normal. Do you guys, Marin and Ryan, do you ever write at the same time, but separately? One of you is in one room and the other one's in another room and you just have two things going at once. Does that ever happen? Or if you're going to write, you just do it together sometimes at home. Or, set, or just uh, alone? Well, we wrote a couple weeks ago. Like, I have been sort of on maternity leave. I haven't been writing. Mm-hmm. I haven't felt like, you know, I haven't had any time for anything else. But we wrote a couple weeks ago together, and yeah. it's like us and Hardy. And, it was awesome. Yeah. Um, and then he's been doing a ton of stuff on Zoom. I'm trying to do the Zoom co-write thing, but it is just, like, so uninspiring. Um, but I think the fun part about what we do is, like, I get – I get to be a part of her thing whether or not I wrote the song. So um, getting to like share what we've written together is just as fun as writing the song sometimes. And so, but there have been moments I think where it's like we're kind of in the same, like either building, writing or, um, but we haven't been doing it at home very much overlapping. Somebody's got to, somebody's got to watch the kid. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to play, here's a clip of Ryan's to a T. This is uh, Ryan Hurd. Maybe you know this song. We played it on the show a bunch. Ryan, were you, because you can't hear it right now, but I'm listening to Tua T. This song, when it was doing so well, it was during COVID, right? Like you haven't been able to hear a crowd really sing it all the way back yet or or not? Well, I toured the front half of the year on my own like club tour, yeah. headline stuff. And so uh, I did get to kind of experience it when it was at its height on the chart. It, oh, was, cool. it was really special, man. I, I, I never, I mean, I've been up to the top of a, a chart as a writer, but I've never, when I signed my record deal, like said, I was going to like be an artist too. I said, if I could have one gold record, that's like my my only goal. And so we accomplished that with, with To A T, and that was really special. So thank you guys for helping us accomplish that. But now it's time for some new goals, and I'm really excited about those two. Uh, just real quick on Ryan. he is. I written. didn't get to play any shows with the bones being like <laughs> Oh, you huge. did? No, I did like no. the Houston Rodeo when I was like nine months pregnant. So that was like, the, it was while it was number one. But then I was like, I'm just going to have to wait for that moment next year. My, my <laughs> the problem, biggest song. My problem was I didn't my close career. my set with that song. And then you'd see people that only came to hear that song. <laughs> And I'd play it, and then they would like you'd see like ten or twelve people just walk out. And I was like, oh, so. I, but I, it was cool to me. It's like, oh, they came to hear one song. It's cool to have one song that they came to hear. <laughs> yeah, they bought a ticket for. It. Yeah, uh, Ryan's written songs like "Lonely Tonight," Blake Shelton, "Sunrise," "Sunburn," "Sunset," "Luke," "You Look Good," "What If I Never Get Over You," "Lady A," uh, "Heart," that "Heartless," "Diplo," so "Morgan Wallen," "Jam." Thank you. <laughs> like all those are jams, too. but I mean that's like the new one where it was like, man, that is. What was up with that song when you wrote that one? I wrote it with Ernest and Charlie Handsome. And Ernest is like, obviously, he's a, a, a becoming a massive songwriter. He wrote I Love My Country and he wrote uh, Breaking Up in the 90s. I that Sam that. Hunt song, which is so great. And he yeah. wrote uh, 
that new Morgan song more than my hometown. And so I just loved being, I think there's some guys that are just, they're lyrically that it just oozes out of them and he's one of them. So I, I just was sticking my phone in front of that guy being like, keep, keep talking, man. And when we'll figure it out, but oh, it's really awesome. cool to be on a project like that. I think that Diplo album is really a cool take on country music. I, I loved listening to it and uh, it's really cool just to be a small part of that. Well, we're going to have a little performance here from Ryan Hurd. Ryan, what are you going to play here? I want to play uh, my new single uh, that's on the chart right now called Every Other Memory. All right. Ben, you playing on this one too? Oh, yeah. All right. Ben, Ryan, Maren, are you singing on this one? I am. Ba- actually, background singer. Who's your background singer? She's, uh, she's, she's uh, got an <laughs> open, on the record. open invitation. She's actually singing on this record too. So, yep. um, yeah, we've got, we've got a formula. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Come on. <laughs> I think that's the first time we've ever sung that together. It is. Well, then let me just say, Mwah, chef's kiss. Thank you very Beautiful. much. Beautiful. <laughs> Ryan, you growing your hair back out again? You know what, man? I, I'm just letting it grow. I don't know. I don't no, have any no desi- plan? What? I just put on pants for the first time today nice. since April, so. I told you didn't have to do that. You could come in, be yourself. I know. Yeah. I, I This is, I felt like looking like show Ryan today. So, but yeah, <laughs> I, I, she thinks I'm nicer with longer hair. So I, you know, I'm going to keep it going. <laughs> well, I still have my Ryan's, my homeboy shirt that I wear uh, probably once every two weeks and you have the long hair. Yeah. yeah. So it kind of legitimizes me again. I know. Yeah. I, I've never, I haven't made a better t-shirt since that. So <laughs> <laughs> I should probably, yeah, keep, I keep the keep brand going. Well, listen, you two, you know, I enjoy you both so much. Um, individually, uh, together, Ben, it. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was gonna call you Ben. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Always good to see you too. Likewise. Thanks uh, for breaking our uh, postpartum yeah. show hiatus. Seal. <laughs> yeah. Hiatus. Yeah. And let's get the dogs back together. Yeah. You know, Ryan brought you guys' bulldog over to the house, and I know. it was so. F- My dog is a big bull puppy bulldog. He's a year, he's a year now, but he's just large, and nobody messes with him because he's just too big those two bulldogs are, are like up uh, two boulders yeah and it was nice to see my dog not win every battle and he won sure. a lot of them though but but still you know yeah pancakes oh, he, slowing pancake, down but pancakes big and it was nice to see such a such a rock right yeah. there but it was awesome it was awesome <laughs> all right it was amazing that is it we will see you guys hopefully real soon good yeah. to see you guys thank you guys everybody check us. out those two songs uh, Joe, check out all their songs. They they, they need the money, obviously. They're, <laughs> they're struggling over there. Uh, to Hell and Back, that's Marin's new one and every other memory from Ryan. So. Send our kid to college. Yes. <laughs> all right, there they are. Marin Morris and Ryan. Hurry, everybody. Nice job, guys. Great to see you, It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. Dad and his four kids were saved by a human chain of some other people that saw them sinking. Their car got into water that was a little too high and the floodwaters were rising. So the car started to sink, but people happened to see them. One of the strangers was a guy named Dan who says they saw it and didn't know how they could actually get to the car without them being swept away. So then a backhoe driver was near them. They said, hey, come up here. They formed a human chain holding onto each other's belt, one holding onto the backhoe because the backhoe wasn't going to flood it away. And they reached out and brought them in one at a time. Love it. Isn't that crazy? It is. Dang. That's intense. Stuff Human right chains there. are always cool. Yeah, I know. I wish I was a part of one one yeah. time. Just one time. All right, there you go. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. They put a map out on every state. They have the most popular chain restaurant in that state. And they're all sit-down places. So think about that. Chain sit-down places. Uh, I'm from Arkansas. The number one in Arkansas is, if you had to guess. Red Lobster. Olive Garden. Oh. Which I'm there all the time. Yeah. All right, you're from Texas, Amy. What do you think the number one in Texas is? 
Gosh, I went to Olive Garden a lot in Texas. So either that or Texas Roadhouse. Uh, Olive Garden. Okay. Yeah, Texas Roadhouse, not number one in Texas, but it's number one in Iowa, Illinois, Michigan. Ray, did you guys go to Texas Roadhouse a lot? Uh, no. Isn't it weird that in Texas it's not the biggest? I kind of, I, oh man, the rolls there are amazing. Uh, Wisconsin gives a big, gives Applebee's a big shout out. Um, there's only, Waffle House is only one state. Which state do you think Waffle House is the favorite chain sit-down restaurant? Louisiana? Eddie, you want to guess? Yeah, Tennessee. Lunchbox? Oh, I'll go Alabama. Mississippi. Oh, right in between. (laughs) Tennessee's Olive Garden. Uh, Olive Garden is like the southeast. Olive Garden dominates. You got a couple Longhorn Steakhouses in Georgia and South Carolina, North Carolina. Chili's is on there in some places. Denny's a few places. Uh, But yeah, Olive Garden, I think, has the most... And I can, I can be down with that. I can agree with that. The number one in Maine is Texas Roadhouse. Hmm. So it must just be people want that taste of Texas that far away from Texas. Yeah. And just so you know, Texas Roadhouse was founded in Clarksville, Indiana. What? <laughs> Maybe they just like throwing peanuts on the ground. <laughs> That's funny. Well, I, I saw that. It is time, though. Speaking of food, it is time for the segment where we uh, have food battle it out in Food Feud. The Bobby Bones Show. Food Feud. Fight. All right. Uh, today it's McDonald's <laughs> versus Chick-fil-A fries. And I have them both here. But now, I made a little one. Problem is, oh, they wow. bought them and served them beside me like I'm not supposed to eat them. Go ahead. Hold on. I drink water here. Every Friday, we put two food rivals against each other in a head-to-head competition to determine once and for all who ranks superior. Today it's a battle of the fries. In the red corner, these world-famous fries are made with premium potatoes and are cooked to golden perfection in a vegetable oil blend. They're crispy. They're golden. Outside, they're looking good. On the inside, they're fluffy as can be. A small size will run you 230 calories. Give it up for McDonald's French fries! The OG. That's the OG in the red corner. In the blue corner, although they may not have invented this style of fries... They for sure built an empire around it. These fries are cooked with the skin and canola oil until crispy outside and tender inside. They're tossed around with that perfect amount of sea salt to bring out that real potato flavor. They're the number one selling item on their menu. And a small will run you about 100 calories more, 320 calories. Make some noise for Chick-fil-A waffle fries. They're both here. Amy, I'm going to eat who you pick them? Who are you picking? Who are you pick them? Oh, I'm picking Chick Fil A all the way, every day. Waffle fries over McDonald's. Yes, hundred percent. All right. Easy. Lunchbox. If you have no taste buds in your mouth and you like the taste of cardboard, you'll pick Chick Fil A. It's hands down the McDonald's <laughs> fries. Give me McDonald's fries, baby. Morgan. Oh, totally, no doubt for me either. It's McDonald's yeah. all the way. Yeah. What? Eddie. There's something that I love about consistency. And what is so consistent? Then McDonald's fries. They are the best fries ever. Get those waffle fries out of my face. I'm also going McDonald's fries. They're Woo! not even close. They're not even a close. I mean, I guess they're in the same town. I mean, they both come in red boxes. But they're not on the same block. I like Chick-fil-A's waffle fries. They man. both come from a potato. I'm having one now. 
Yeah, they're good. Want one? Yeah. I mean, nobody touched them. But take the whole box. Get them away from me. But the McDonald's. Ray? Hmm. For sure, McDonald's, when, you, when you're hungover, you got to go for that. Why wow. you, am I the only one that voted for Chick-fil-A? Yeah. Yeah. Chick-fil-A, you hear that? I got your back. What do you want them to reach out to you and say thank you, Amy? <laughs> want them to build a statue? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there we go. That was an easy one. I thought they'd be a little closer. Our winner in the red corner, McDonald's Friend Nice. They are good, man. It's just the, the salt on them. It's yeah. perfect, man. Eddie sent me a text that said his kids are spending their allowance money on video game fake money. Mm. Like VC. I get VC on 2K. It's virtual (laughs) coins. But you can buy the virtual stuff. Is that what they're doing? Yeah, man. And I'm struggling with it because the whole point of the allowance is to kind of gear them up for life. You know, you work, you get paid, and then you can spend your money on whatever you want. But now I'm like, I'm thinking, okay, you go to the store and you buy a toy, something tangible, something you can use. They're spending it on this virtual money, dude, that goes to nothing. It's a video game where like a shark gets bigger when you spend $2 on it. (laughs) So it's really not, it has no value. Exactly. Okay. It does in a different way. You sound old right now, Eddie. I do. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I just can't. I can't figure it out in my head. How is this of any value? Like you just you're throwing away your allowance money. You're not throwing away. They're buying something they want, something that fulfills them a little more. It could be candy. Mm-hmm. I was about to use candy as an That's, example. Candy's great. I think this is better. No, no I think why? this is better it's than the candy. same thing. Oh. It's Uh-oh. like yeah. It's not like. It- what do you tell them about this? I, I try to tell them. I set them down and be like, guys, let's start. Let's start thinking about how we spend our money. Do we want to spend our money on something that we really enjoy? How you're going to enjoy the big shark for five minutes and then you're going to die and have to spend two more dollars? But you enjoy candy for a minute and then it's gone. What oh, game gosh, are they playing? Got me. That there's a big shark. It's a it's a game where uh, you are the shark and then you eat fish and people. Yeah, what's that game called? Because I'm kind of interested. I have no idea. <laughs> Bobby's going to be the biggest <laughs> shark in the tank. <laughs> Uh, I, I get it because I like on NBA 2K, I like to have, like I'm, I'm wearing a John Stockton jersey. It's a retro jersey that cost me some virtual coin. <laughs> How much? Um, I don't remember, but I earned it. Because hey. you, you have two ways to get it. You can earn it or you can buy, you can put your credit card down. I think I earned <laughs> Gosh, the Stockton crazy. jersey. But what? here's the deal. When you look good, you feel good. When, when you feel, feel good, good, you play, play good. good. When you play good, <laughs> they pay good. good. That's, That's right. right. <laughs> Yeah, you do sound a little old. I agree, it feels ridiculous to us. Mm-hmm. But you do sound a little old. Otherwise, they're just going to ask you for the money and for you to buy the shark and make the shark bigger. Well, like my mom, for an example, she she plays a slot machine game on her phone and she spends like $10 on fake money. And she, when she hits the jackpot, it's not real money. It's still fake. Well, that's different. I don't know what that is. I'm, I play okay. PS4. I have no idea. <laughs> Why does she spend money as an on an app if you can't make money? I have no idea, Bones. To her, again, like you're saying, it's entertainment for her. That's what she likes to do. I don't get it. I'm just trying to teach my kids, like, all right, this is spending your money wisely and then throwing your money away. I may sound old. You're right, but that's just how I feel, man. Uh, can I mention what I got your son for his mm-hmm. birthday? Yeah, I bought Amy's son a PlayStation Four. Um, there was there was not a single system in town on either one, Xbox or PS4. But then when Amy had mentioned that her husband may want to start playing, I said, okay, well, I'm going to get Stevens on a PS4, so also 
Ben can play. Mm-hmm. And then I was talking to Ben the other night. I was like, hey, me, Eddie, our other buddy, yeah, we're yeah, playing yeah. all the time. Get your head. And he's like, do I need to get a headset? I was like, oh, yeah, you yes. do. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the crew. Uh, great. What? Yeah, sure. You can laugh. I'm not laughing. Or be annoyed. But just know it's, it's more than just playing uh, Duck Hunt. I know. It's actually a bonding activity. I, no, I get it. Like, that's that's the most fun that I have. It's not actually playing the game. It's getting on headset with Mike Sines and Steve and Eddie. And and we all just, we're like sitting somewhere just talking about stuff while playing a game. I'm just saying, it's there. Okay? Can't wait. Well, there we have it. Hey, what's up with your kids in school? They go today? Yeah, they did. First day? Yesterday was first day. Oh, was it? Mm-hmm. You weren't here yesterday. I got confused on what was what. I know. I was telling the show that your kids were only going for two and a half hours the first day? Yeah. It was crazy. The whole thing. Got everybody ready. Did everything. And then I thought, and then about two hours, they're going to be turning around to come home. Wasn't it also <laughs> picture day? That's what your husband was telling me. Yeah, they were taking, well, because last year or the end of last semester, they didn't get pictures. And honestly, they don't know how long school's going to last. So they thought, hey, first day, let's yeah. just take some pictures. <laughs> they do all the there. holidays. <laughs> They do Valentine's. Yeah. We're, which, they're taking all their tests today, too. Yeah, finals. Yeah. Get them out, get of, the them out of the way. Yeah. Uh, let me mention this. Morgan number two is on Amy's podcast, yeah. which is uh, Four Things with Amy Brown. Uh, what are you guys talking about? Well, the whole episode is about happiness and getting that during these crazy times and joy and gratitude. And so I thought I'd bring Morgan on as one of the things to represent her age group, like 26-year-olds, and then also two people that live alone during this. It's got to be super crazy and just things that she's implementing in her life to make sure that she's feeling the joy. Did you cry, Morgan? I did. Amy and you I did. both teared I didn't up know a that. little bit. Oh, wow. Look mm-hmm. at that. There and was a moment. Yeah. And since, you know, I have four different things, normally I try to keep each thing like 10, 15 minutes. And we talked for over 30 minutes because it was just, it was good. Like, Morgan's great. Check out Four Things with Amy Brown. That's Amy's podcast. My new music podcast is going up in a second, too. All the new music coming out this week. We also talk about uh, artists that have really, really expensive cars. Like, one artist has an $8 million car. What? Yeah. That's even a thing. Check out the Bobby Casty. Yeah. An $8 million car. And it's someone you would never think they would have that kind of money. I don't know. I didn't think they had that kind of money. Um, so that's on the Bobby Cast. Again, all the new music coming out this week. That's it. Have a great one. I'm on the way to Montana right now to hopefully uh, take my first episode of Breaking Bobby Bones. Pretty excited about that. All right, have a great weekend, guys. See you Monday. Bye. Get your bones on. Bobby Bones.